Casey Consultancy, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training and inspiration. And with all the work I do, I'm about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating a perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your self-care and well-being. And I hope to motivate you all today in taking action on your own self-care around the Scandinavian way of living, Huga. Huga is a way of living that encourages you to just slow down, feel joy and experience coziness and focus on the simple things in life, which in turn brings you great happiness and more balance in your day. For example, that first sip of coffee that you take on a morning while watching the sunrise while everyone else is still asleep, or that warm fuzzy feeling you get when you're gathered with friends for a home cooked meal after a long day of walking. Or how about, held up on a sofa next to the window reading a book while the snow falls behind you. So I discovered Huga at a time when I was working as an early years teacher and senior leader and under rather a lot of stress. I felt like I was being pulled from one thing to the next, often spread too thinly and I just felt like I wasn't doing anything right. My lunch times were spent with a laminator when I was with the children, I'd often be rushing from one activity to the next in a hurry just to try and get everything done. I felt so overwhelmed with my workload that if a friend or family member ever asked how work was, I'd just burst out into tears. And then one day I realised that enough was enough, so I asked for a meeting with my head teacher to discuss the way I was feeling and how I was so swamped with the workload and that I really did need some support. And the response that I was given was, come in at 6am and discuss it. As you can imagine, that didn't go down too well. So that summer, I handed in my notice and I travelled around Scandinavia with my friend Rungnil and her family. And it was an absolutely amazing experience. It was life changing because I had the time to spend lovely long breakfasts with her family where we would light a candle, we'd talk about our daily intentions, we spent some time out in nature, soothing our soul by walking through the forests, foraging for berries, cooking food on the campfire at the side of a lake. For her family that were working, they would finish work at about three o'clock so that they could get back in time so that their evenings were spent as a unit, as a family, cooking a meal together, spending quality time together. I had the chance to visit some earlier settings as well while I was out there, where young children wouldn't start formal education until they were about seven years old. And during that first phase of education, the children learnt some really good key life skills about how to be a good citizen and how to be curious, how to ask questions and follow your interest. And often this learning was outside in the natural world, in forests. The children would go for a two mile daily walk. So I left Scandinavia at the end of that summer, intrigued and wanting to know more about Huga. 
So I did my own research and I discovered that the Scandinavian countries are consistently top of the world's happiness index chart year after year, while the UK are often down at the bottom. I started to look at how we could bring more of the hygge feeling and Scandinavian way of living into my personal life and my professional life. So I began to have a family breakfast instead of just rushing out of the door with a cereal bar. I slowed down the learning as well for my children and went very much with a child-led approach. I learned to accept that there would always be things that I needed to do, but instead what did I have to do to move forward? And I started to prioritise my time. And by doing these little tweaks and these changes, I started to feel a huge impact. I was happier and I just felt better about my job. I got the enjoyment back again. And I realised the importance of us having to fit our own oxygen mask before we can help others. Equipping ourselves with our own good level of self-care so that we can give back more to those that are around us. So through finding Hugo, I began to see that self-care isn't just another trend that'll come and go or a luxury trip to a spa once a year. Instead, it's needed as a daily discipline and it's as essential as cooking your dinner each night. I think it's about doing a little bit of something each day that will just unlock a little bit more balance in your life. And I think that we can be very guilty as well of rushing through our days and, you know, rushing our life away. How many of you, and I'm, I'm so guilty of this, have counted down the days till your next holiday or said to yourself or to a friend, I can't wait till the weekend. When we do this, we're missing out on 75% of our life. Now, I attended a talk recently by the owner of the online store, notonthehighstreet.com. And she spoke about when it was her 40th birthday recently, she calculated how many days left she had on the planet. And that was 14,600 days. Now, I know this might sound like a little bit of a funny exercise to do, but it really makes you tune into the fact that you have to make each day count. Another thing I'd love you to think about is the way that you talk to yourself. Do you find yourself saying, I'm useless, I can't do this, I'm just not good enough, I'll never be like them? Well, consider what these messages do to your mind. Would you tell a friend that they were not good enough to achieve their plans? No, I don't think you would. But yet, these are the kind of messages that you're telling yourself daily. So here's a reminder to be kind to yourself. Talk to yourself like you're a precious friend or a child that needs supporting with their own self-regulation. I feel your fear around trying this. I can see you're frustrated. Learn strategies to build on your optimism mindset through things like meditation, daily affirmations and mantras. So Hugo is about learning to slow down as well and taking the pleasures from the smallest moments. When I was in Scandinavia, I didn't see loads of flashy cars and designer brands everywhere. Instead, time and money were invested into creating memories and moments. For instance, planting a fruit tree and enjoying the fruit for years to come. 
all playing a board game together and laughing out loud instead of an expensive day, say, at a theme park. So, lastly, I just want you to have a little think about how you're being present in those precious moments. I've been so guilty in the past of being out for a walk and actually having my mind wandering off and worrying about my long to-do list. But instead, make a conscious effort to feel the breeze on your skin and look out for the signs of autumn.